a swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. Welcome to day 25. Hi, Bob. We are fully in October. Uh, we are gearing up and gearing down towards the end of the year, but this podcast is hopefully going to go on as long as possible. And I am so thrilled to share the guest today. We are welcoming Erin. She was a class below me, so we spent a lot of time on the team together, and we were even lane mates. So her, Joan, and I, and Jill, for the majority of the time I was at UMass, we were all lane five, all lane five together. So I am so excited to share her interview. She brought up um, Bob's stories, which I feel like got really seasoned over the years and really became spectacular by the time that we were in school and the years following. But it was always true that we tried to get as many stories out of him as possible, and he was always so good at sharing them. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. We welcome Erin, class of 2010, to the podcast. Thank you for joining us, Erin. Thanks for having me, Cece. 
And it's so fun because Aaron and I were on this team together, and we were actually in lane five together. Ooh, we were in lane five. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you, me, and Joan. And, yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and um, so I would love to hear some of your favorite memories of Bob. My, I don't know if I have really one specific favorite memory of Bob, but I honestly think that it's really just an overall feeling of just being on the team and how amazing it was to be part of that team for the four years, you know, coming in as a freshman, being so shy and so nervous and so scared and, like, all these new people and this new class schedule and workout schedule. He always just had a way to make everybody feel so comfortable and, like, everything was going to be okay, you know. Like, you could always go sit in Bob's office and he would always talk you through any situation or any problem that you had. And he always just made things feel good. Like, things you always felt better after talking to him or after, you know, messing up or having a really good day and you just wanted to share it with somebody like he was always there no matter what the situation was and you know I really think that one of the memories that stick out to me would be the mornings that you really didn't want to get in practice you really didn't want to get into the cold water mm-hmm. and I feel like we all were trying to get him to tell stories to kind of derail <laughs> him and like not have to get in the water right away yes but yes. I think he also he always just knew too I think like we always thought we were pulling a fast one by getting him to tell stories, but I think he secretly knew the days that we just didn't want to get in quite yet, and he would tell stories about, like, prior swimmers and the craziness that happened at UMass and the fun stories that they had. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. I totally do remember that. And, uh, right, we always thought we were, like, sneaking another story in, but he knew. He definitely <laughs> knew. Yeah. yeah. We always had that one person on the team that could, like, really keep him, like, keep them going and asking more questions and we always just sit there and just listen to the stories. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. That's so funny. And as Bob goes into retirement, uh, what well wishes do you have for him? Well, after dealing with so many, you know, for so many years, I hope he can finally just sit and enjoy his time and I don't know, spend time with his grandkids and his family and just enjoy life, you know, take it all in. Yeah, definitely. So Bob, enjoy life, get back on the bike, and, you know, yeah. just relax and do all that. And it's been so great to have you and reconnect with you again, Erin. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.